You have tuned in to RWE, Reaching Women Everywhere, and this is Dawn Love. We are doing a few more devotionals on preparing your heart for your husband series. And even if you're not married, there's a lot to gain because we're looking at God's word and what he has to say. And the truth is, we are all the bride of Christ and our a marriage on earth is a mirror image of what God has set up with his relationship with the, Jesus Christ's relationship with the church. So there's always something to glean. We're looking at 1 Corinthians 13, 11, which is in the love chapter, which of course is so appropriate when we're talking about marriage and the Lord. Paul is driving home the point here in each person's life that a time comes when we need to put things aside that once were and grow up. 1 Corinthians 13, 11 says, when I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child, but when I became a man, I did away with childish things. Now with the upcoming holidays, uh, I think it brings out the kid in, in us a lot because we're, we're excited, especially if you have children, you're excited to get toys and and uh, for them, and it just makes you relive those memories. And there's a lot of good that in, in, in embracing that carefree, fun attitude and that childlikeness. And we really don't want to necessarily lose that heart that remembers what it's like to be a child and have, and that sensitivity. In fact, God, the Lord talks about how we need to come to him like a child and with that belief and that complete trust. Yet here, what Paul's talking about is that we're not immature anymore. We've been walking with the Lord for a long time or even as for even if it's a short time as we grow and we're in God's word and we begin to mature we're not going to be uh, we're not uh, immature we're not going to lack understanding we're, we're going to grow we're going to become Christian adults rather than Christian babies in a sense I find myself getting upset about something maybe over and over again and I've got to like stop myself and ask why you know because if we're a believer and we're still pitching a fit to get our way there's we actually still have an awful lot of growing up to do yes we're human and we're going to make mistakes but we need to kind of pause ourselves and stop and say you know why are you acting this way how would God have us act I mean I don't know this is going to date myself but years ago they came up with this that slogan what wwjd what would jesus do and everybody's wearing these bracelets but what a great reminder to ask ourselves you know how would jesus respond to the situation how would he act and that's who we're modeling our life after and that in that relationship with him and modeling our life after him we're going to see effects in our marriage that are going to be much greater than we could ever gain uh, on our own or just with these world standards if you want to change you have to make a change. And we want to use God's word as our plumb line for the changes that we want to make. And we're not going to look at all the, there's a lot of books out there. They're excellent um, self-help type books, I guess was what you'd call them. A lot of things that we could gain, but if they're not in line with God's word, which is alive, operative, energizing, and effective, it's not going to be a lasting change. And God's word is what brings true change in us and then flows out of us, especially as as a married couple, that's, it's going to affect both of you. Uh, Of course, just be patient, just like a farmer sows seed, 
He doesn't expect the crop to ha happen the next day. He cultivates, he takes time to care for it, and but he still expects that crop. And we too, as we put God's word in our heart and in our lives, we need to trust that he's working in us and that that crop is going to be there. It's going to be a good crop. And apply that to your marriage, apply it to your life, and, and just be patient. Your God's way is the right way, the best way. And that when we yield to his way, that's when we're going to see good fruit in our life. We, we can stay spiritual children, perpetually immature, or we can mature by embracing God's word as we put it into practice. And that's when we're going to see that fruit. We can have an abundance of fruit falling off of our proverbial trees if we do it God's way. And, you know, often we fall into habits. Some are good, some are bad, but being aware of what God is saying to us in our marriage is vital so that we don't become complacent, stagnant, or, or even dysfunctional. Our relationship with the Lord um, will grow as we spend time in the Word, and, and so does our marriage. So we're not just the way we began with the Lord as we go with Him. We, you can see change in your life. You see that fruit. We're bearing fruit because the Holy Spirit's living in us. We see the fruits of the Spirit in our life where we may have been a quick to anger years ago but now because the holy spirit's working on us we yield to the holy spirit you know we have more of a, a patient response and when we're married our husbands our relationship with our husbands you know it, it was one way when we first got married but we didn't know them all the ins and outs like we do if you're married to someone for 10 years 20 years even three years you now have a, a deeper connection with them so that relationship with the Lord grows over time, and yes, so does our marriage. And I, for me, for my marriage, and I'm sure everyone agrees, if you're married, you want it to be mature. You want it to be seasoned like a fine wine. You don't want it to rot like forgotten fruit. After, you know, you want, after time, you, you know each other's inclinations and their desires, and hopefully you have this deeper connection. And so nurture that intimacy through love and in small daily acts. Do not fall into the trap of thinking that things will never change or that it's gone too far. First of all, we serve a God where nothing is impossible. And, and sometimes that change that you need to make, that first step is going to look like that it's going to start with you. But I'm not talking about a change of saying I'm done and this is over. I'm saying you're initiating a change that is inviting God into the situation, surrendering it to him and doing it his way. So today is a good day to make a change, even if it's a small one, because lots of small adjustments lead to a big change. Lord, we come before you with whatever is on our heart. And we're excited for what lies ahead in our marriage. And that the change we ask you to bring into our marriages is a good change. A change of our hearts to see things through your eyes. To line our thoughts and our actions up with your word. We know you have great plans for us. Please bring to mind the things that we need to set aside where we need to grow. And we humble ourselves. Start with me, Lord. Start in my heart and work through me and, and flow out all over my husband and our relationship, your love and your blessings. And we ask you this in Jesus' name. I'll see you all back here real soon.
Hi, welcome to the podcast that is reaching women everywhere. This is Dawn Love and starting today through Christmas, we are doing a devotional every day that is preparing our heart for the holidays. And I wanted to start today with focusing on the one thing that is needed. You know, we remember hearing that saying when Jesus was speaking of Mary and Martha and Martha was busy about doing many things and he said you know Mary chose well because she chose him and we're focusing on Jesus because he truly is the reason for this season so I want to share Christ with you that you may share Christ with others because you know what that is the gift that everyone needs so let's read Philippians 4:19, and my God will liberally supply fill until full your every need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. God meets every need and that does not leave anything out. A need is something that is vital and it's required. Just as when Jesus was visiting Mary and Martha and he was talking with Mary while Martha was busy doing those many things. You know, the food had to be prepared, the table had to be set, only the best dishes had would be out. You know, I mean, Jesus is here, right? I mean, we get it. I'm sure the decor had to be on point. I'm sure she wanted to even look her best. We all do that. We do that as we're celebrating Christ's birth. Are we celebrating him and all these activities? I think we can so easily lose sight of why and who we're doing it for. And we get so caught up in our traditions, we lose the why, we lose who we're celebrating. And so in this devotional time, I just pray that it touches your heart and that you draw near to the Lord during these days as we uh, approach Christmas. And, you know, we think of Mary visiting and, and relaxing with Jesus. She was sitting at his feet. And Martha probably does sound like most of us around the holidays. We have good intentions, but what truly matters? Jesus said, one thing is needful. In this scenario, who's trusting Jesus to meet the needs? Who is relying on themselves? Spending time in his presence needs to be our priority and then the rest will follow. Our busyness can and will distract us from what is most important if we're not careful. You know, even the good things are going to pull can pull us away. So as we start our day, start let's start at the feet of Jesus and and hear what he has to say and it's going to get you off on the right foot as you go about the day with all the things that have to be accomplished and the lists I'm a list maker I get this I make lists and so often I'll have my devotions or sometimes I'll make a list and I go into the word and after I spend time with the Lord I look at that list I'm like I rip it up because yeah it's not about what my mind is busy with it's what what he what he wants to busy me with in a sense it's i want to be about his business not about my busyness i want to be i don't want to be distracted with the things of this world i want to be focused on jesus christ especially during this season that celebrates him you know if we when we put him first we end up going about the day with all of our needs being accomplished and we're not doing it alone. He will bless our efforts and the time accomplishing all that's before us better than we can imagine. 
Remember, only one thing is needful. Lord, walk with us today and bless our comings and goings and thank you that you meet all our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Amen. Be blessed, my friend, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Share this with a friend because Christ is the gift everybody needs.